Welcome back to the McGregor Podcast and our Passion Week special as we as we take a walk through this last week of Jesus's public ministry before he goes to the cross on Friday. The day, be- well, not the day, the week began on Sunday with the so-called triumphal entry. The crowd made it clear that day that they were expecting Jesus to save them, but not in the way Jesus came to save people. And we've talked about this. He came to save us from our sin. They wanted him to save them from the power of Rome. They knew that he had miraculous power at his disposal. And uh, they had a huge problem with the dominance of the Roman Empire over their beloved nation of Israel. But as the week goes on, Jesus makes it pretty clear that that's not what he has come to do. We come now to Wednesday, and when you attempt to create content like like these shows over the week of Passion Week, got to tell you, Wednesday is frustrating because we don't have a word about Wednesday. Wednesday is known to, to Bible scholars as Silent Wednesday. So what shall we do with Wednesday? Well, honestly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go all, all Jewish calendar on you. Because Jewish Wednesday actually starts at sundown Tuesday. So I can, I can force the last event of Tuesday, because it happened in the evening, I can force it to be a Wednesday event for purposes of our conversation. So let's look at Wednesday evening. The assumption, I mean, Tuesday evening. The assumption is that this is in the home. Of, well, it's not an assumption. The Bible makes it clear. It's in the home of a guy named Simon. Uh, Mark 14, 3 through 9 is where we'll look. He goes back out to Bethany at the end of Tuesday. And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at table, this is Mark 14, beginning in verse 3, a woman came in with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly. And she broke the flask and poured it over his head. We know, by the way, from other gospels that this woman was Mary of the uh, siblings, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, who also lived out in Bethany. And there were some who said to themselves indignantly, why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii, that's 300 days wages, and given to the poor. And they scolded her, but Jesus said, leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She's done a beautiful thing to me, for you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. And it just was in the spring of 2021, more than 2,000 years or about 2,000 years after the fact. And this brief, intimate moment is going out in a podcast 2,000 years later. Jesus knew what he meant when he said this story is going to get told everywhere as long as the gospel is. I think the others in the room would have been a little bit freaked out at how we get to tell this story here in the 21st century, but I digress. There are a couple of major players in the story that Mark doesn't name, but the other gospels do. First, that it was, it was Mary of Bethany 
that that took that that jar of ointment worth almost a year's pay to a working person and just poured it out over Jesus's head. When we're told in Mark that there were some who who griped about the waste of money, John chapter 12, which has an account of this same moment, tells us who it was that griped. It was Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot was the treasurer for the disciples, and we know that he was lost, though he went through the motions of hanging out with Jesus and the disciples for those years of public ministry. He never really gave his heart to Jesus. We also know that he was skimming from the uh, apostles' treasury. And so, of course, he wanted things sold and the money given into that treasury so he could take his cut. He's... um. He's a betrayer. And Jesus uh, rebukes that attitude at the end of this paragraph. Again, he's failing to deliver on expectations. In this case, Judas's corrupt and criminal expectations. This is the moment that Judas, if we read on just a couple of verses, Judas Iscariot, who was one of the 12, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. So this moment, this rebuke was the uh, last straw for Judas. It was the moment where he decided, okay, that's it. If Jesus is not going to give me my way, I'm done even pretending being one of his followers. I'm going to go sell him out. We talked about this on Monday and it's important and it's a theme that weaves through this whole week. How do you handle it when Jesus doesn't fulfill your expectations? And by the way, if you're a believer in Jesus, you know that you often fail to fulfill his expectations. You can't pretend to be perfect in your obedience. Though if you're a follower of Christ, you should be passionate in your obedience. And I'm so glad we serve a gracious Lord who, who covers our failures in his love and our sins in his forgiveness. But then so often we want to react sharply when things in life that we consider important don't go our way. Well, for Judas, that was it. Um, Real faith lasts through difficulties. Counterfeit faith like that of Judas can be a very fragile thing, especially when God won't perform to my expectations. I pray that that your prayers are being answered these days, but in the event you're in a season of frustration and God is not giving you your way and you're a little frustrated with Jesus over it, just remember he's working for his glory and your good. Hey, before I let you go, there are a couple of other podcasts I want to let you know about. One of them is called Talk Truth. It's hosted by our own Chloe Weimer. Let me share a sneak peek at that right now. In a noisy world, finding the answers to life's questions can be tough. The only way to find the true answers to those questions is in the true word of God. Welcome to Talk Truth, a McGregor podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Weimer. We don't want you to miss a beat, so be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social media. You can also access all our episodes and find out more about us on our website, talktruthpodcast.com. Join us as we open the word, gather together, and talk some truth. You'll really look forward to that and 
while you're at it for this McGregor podcast, if you haven't subscribed yet, I hope you will. And if you want to know more about all of the podcasts that we'll be producing here at McGregor Baptist, you can go to McGregorPodcast.com and uh, check it all out. Thanks, and we'll look forward to being with you tomorrow.